Hey listener, welcome or welcome back to the show. This is Authentically ADHD with me, Carmen. I'm a life coach, an early childhood special education teacher, and I'm a podcaster. My goal with this podcast is to spread so much awareness because frankly, the research on ADHD is quite low. I was late diagnosed ADHD and I struggled a lot of my life wondering what was quote unquote wrong with me. Well, in this show, you will learn that there's absolutely nothing wrong with you, that you are not broken, you are not the problem, and I give you tips and tricks and strategies and we talk about all things ADHD. So are you ready? Let's get started. Hey listener and welcome back to Authentically ADHD with me, your host, Carmen. This week is super important, not only because it's ADHD Awareness Month, but also because I decided that I really needed to go back and talk about emotions because emotions are the basis of the things that we do, the things that we say, the way that we act, and the actions we take, and ultimately the results we end up with. So today's topic is about the emotional health ladder. We're going to start by going over what emotional health is, the five levels of it, what it looks like to be on different levels of the ladder, and then some tips at the end. I do want to give credit where credit is due, and I will link it in the show notes. A lot of this information is coming from a book called Your Brain's Not Broken by Tamara Rozier. If you're an ADHDer and you have not read this yet, I highly suggest you do. So what is emotional health? What is it? Emotional health is about how we think and feel. It is about our sense of well-being, our ability to cope with life events and how we acknowledge our own emotions as well as those of others. It definitely does not mean being happy all the time. The goal of life is not to be happy all the time. The goal of life is to live it and, you know, do your best in your life and to feel those emotions, to experience them. Emotional stability is feeling calm and able to manage your emotions. Resilience is the ability to cope with the stresses of daily life. Optimism is feeling positive about your life and the future. And self-esteem is feeling positive about yourself. So awareness is really, really important here. And I know awareness is super hard for us ADHDers. It really is but it's one of the ways that we can self-assess so that we can change our behavior if we want. Hi friend, do you struggle with ADHD? Are you looking for a fabulous community to join to learn more about your ADHD and be given strategies, courses, and a coach? You should join Focused. Head to my show notes 
and click that link and we both get a credit to our account. You get money off, I get money off, and Lord knows ADHDers need to save money. So head to that link if you want to join today. So I'm going to start by going through the levels and then I'm going to explain how we climb the ladder um, from level five, which is delusional, down to level one, which is present and calm. Can you guess which one we want to aim for? <laughs> so level one is present and calm. Level two is called attending to. Level three is autopilot. Level four is survival and level five is delusional. These are emotional health ladders or rungs if you must. Um, think of it as level five being at the bottom and you cl you're climbing up to level one. The ways that you can climb up the ladder involve awareness, which is a radar that continuously scans our environment. It, it scans the internal and the external things. Our awareness is how we can look at ourselves and assess. It also involves attention, our ability to direct our abundance of focus to a specific stimuli, project, or task. The emotional voice is the voice that informs us of how we are feeling. In lower levels, it's quiet and it guides you. But in higher levels, it's basically screaming at you and, and really dysregulating you. It's how our body is experiencing that present moment. Then there's the body engagement, and that refers to how our bodies react to the situation, whether we're calm and, and, and uh, pressures are good, or we are tense and we are clenched, and um, we might even be sweaty, hot, cold, those types of things. And then it goes down to affecting our ADHD symptoms. It indicates how our specific symptoms present in each particular level. And then finally, the relationship to others. It describes how we are likely to interact with others on a specific level of the ladder when you're in a specific one. And now it's completely natural and expected when you go through different parts of the ladder on a daily basis. Should you be going from five to one and five to one and five to one? No. But we have lower ability to be self-aware, to direct our attention and regulate in order to respond appropriately in really all situations. The point to learn more about this and become more self-aware is not to feel happy and great all the time. Because being productive does not actually give us a reward. It doesn't actually feel good. It's the dopamine that comes after we've completed what we need in order to gain that sense of accomplishment. And we don't even get as big of a dopamine hit as a lot of our neurotypical peers. So let's explore what each level can look like. Tips for before I read this, please drop the perfectionism. It doesn't happen overnight. None of this happens overnight climbing up the ladder to be in a certain level like all the time that's just not a thing you have to talk to yourself kindly in order to climb the ladder and you have to give yourself grace
So as I go through these, I'm going to go in the order that she goes by in the book that Tamara goes by. Because she starts where most of us sit emotionally a lot of the time. And that is level three, autopilot. So when I say autopilot, and that's where ADHDers are sitting most of the time, you may think that this is kind of like a midline level, but we aren't consciously moving through the day. We aren't, we are doing without really thinking much, and we get urgent tasks done as they come. We may not be doing our best work, but we're still getting things done, helping us to feel somewhat accomplished, but we're still in that meh energy. So in level three, autopilot, our awareness is driven by unconscious drives. The ability to self-assess or be self-aware is very low. Um, for our attention, we are way more impulsive in our decisions. Instead of our strategic ways, we try to control any chaos and keep everything at a monotone level. Our emotional voice isn't quieted, but it has just a eh energy that when met with any big emotion, it can get pretty loud. Our body engagement is that we are usually in a slight fight or flight being driven by stress and or anxiety. And our symptoms are, we're just managing them to accomplish the tasks that we need to and we're actually using fight or flight strategy system instead of strategies we should be using for our symptoms. We have, you know, very low self-regulation, our working memory is in the tank, and cognitive flexibility is way more difficult. In our relation to others, we feel that it's me, me, me in this level. Getting our own way is very important and we talk without giving back, or we take without giving back, um, and we react, and we throw our emotions at others or at things. We're angry, we're tense, so any emotion can set us off, and we can hurt the ones around us, throw those emotions at them, we can slam things, stomp around. Truthfully, I was super surprised at first to learn that this is where we sit most of the time. But when I truly thought about it, this is where we end up staying a lot of the time because we're not strategic. We are reactive and it's unconscious. So the self-awareness piece is missing completely. And if we aren't careful, one bump in the road can lead us up the ladder to level four. Once the emotions get so high, we can't handle it. Emotions flood our brain. And then we're in level four, survival. At this level, we are incredibly responsive to our greatest perceived threats. So it's not actually things that that like are showing us that we're dying. We just think we are. Our emotions take over and we employ unhealthy tactics working within our fight or flight systems. We are on guard all the time. We self-protect. We become less aware of ourselves and our awareness. It's it's really low. We're making instinctive decisions. Our attention is all over the place. It's not being directed effectively. Our, emo our emotional voice is yelling, making it harder to problem solve, plan, make decisions, etc. We are frantic with others. We use negative self-talk. We throw our emotions at others. We yell at them when we're mad. And 
we slam things around us. We could break things by throwing them or this is, this is what it really feels like because your body is usually tense in your jaw or your neck or wherever you feel that hypervigilance. Our ADHD symptoms are roaring. We have no attention, a lack of motivation, and dysregulation is super high, super, super high um, in level four. Again, level four is called um, um, level four is called survival. I just tripped over my words and I'm not editing that out because that shows authenticity in my show. So how, how do we get from level four or five even to, to get back up to that, that level one area? How do we, how do we do that? So, so what do we want to know? How do we climb up the ladder from even level five, which is delusional? This is the most intense level. At this level, we are out of touch with reality. We may disassociate for periods of time, get trapped in the ADHD neurodiverse paralysis. We are super irritable, self-serving, uncomfortable, unreasonable, and willing to basically destroy others and ourselves to stay alive. On the outside, this person may not be displaying how they are living on the inside um, because they are really out of touch with reality. But if a person stays there too long, this can be threatening to your health. You can get physically ill. You can literally, I've ended up in the hospital before from being in level five delusional for too long. Um, we are aware that it's happening most of the time, but we have no control, which just adds to us feeling stupid, stuck, and overwhelmed, and generally helpless. Awareness in this level is focused on looking for threats of emotional health. It's in a high state of anxiety and hypervigilance with no control. Our attention is zeroed in on anything that is a, could be a perceived threat to our emotional or physical health. Our emotional voice is relentlessly loud and negative. It's motivating you with intense negative emotions. I don't believe that emotions are negative or positive, but it's motivating you with shame. Our body engagement can show signs of stress, exhaustion, um, bags under our eyes, a, a loss or gain of weight, And other things that may happen in this level are severe headaches, digestive issues, and even getting sick, lowering your immune system. You might get cold, get a cold, get a bug, get a virus, because your immune system is lower. ADHD symptoms are so out of control that managing them basically is impossible. And we lose relationships with others because of our lack of self-awareness. It's non-existent at this point. So we do whatever, even if it hurts someone else or is self-destructive, and we push people away, believing that we are, quote-unquote, too much and, quote-unquote, not enough all at once. Level 5 is a warning sign that if we don't take it seriously, it's going to get bad. 
it's really important to notice so that we can recover. Don't worry, there's going to be a freebie in the show notes to help you out with that. Let's talk a little more positive. Let's talk about level two. So just a quick rehab recap, we just went through how you could go from level three to level four to level five, which is bad, 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 bad. Now, if you're at level five and you're trying to climb to level one, it's going to take a while. When you are at those lower levels, which now that I'm saying it doesn't make sense because level five is a higher number. Anyways, we will not get caught up in those details, but as you're in those lower levels, it will take you baby steps to climb those rungs of those of that emotional ladder to get to one. But if you're sitting at three, it's a little bit easier to climb up because in level two, attending to, we have to do the hard work of asking and answering these questions. What can I do to manage my ADHD or neurodiversity? How can I regulate my emotions? What can I do in order to complete my tasks more effectively? How can I be more self-aware? In level two, we can attend to things much better. We're more conscious. We are responsive without being emotionally reactive. And our emotions inform us instead of just guide us. We can be more self-aware and our attention is attuned to what we need to do. Our emotions and environment and our emotional voice provides pretty good information to our awareness. We, are, we have a pos- posture that's relaxed. We're breathing well. We're not breathing too much. And in this level, our ADHD symptoms, this is where you can identify your strengths and weaknesses and use strategies to accommodate yourself or use skills to build those weaknesses. Our relationships to others, we try to be fair. We look for win-win scenarios and we are cognizant of others' emotions. It's much easier to notice things and be productive and not reactive because we have more cognitive control. We can remind ourselves to self-assess, reorient, and so on. At level two, we are doing our best. We are learning, we are growing, and we are satisfied with the progress that we're making. Ways to get from three to two is spending time in that green quadrant I talked about earlier that has high emotional stimulation and high fun. It's good fun. To get to level one, present and calm. Now, before I read this one out, this is not something we are striving to do to stay at. Fluctuating between these levels is completely normal. So I don't want you thinking that level one is the goal and then that's what you need to get to and stay at because that's almost impossible. So level one, present and calm, the one you've all been waiting for. At this level, we are able to learn skills to train our brain. We are able to increase our awareness and develop skills to help us with our ADHD symptoms. We are so much more self-aware and we focus on growth and self-improvement. We are present in our awareness, attention, and how we wanna show up. We are centered and able to handle 
any situations that come. We can stay focused, staying in tune with our emotions, and this is the base for them then managing our own and others' emotions in bound with boundaries and in different situations. We actualize the positive. We are attuned to our emotions so we can stay present in the moment, focusing on what's happening around us and what we're doing. The emotional voice provides information and guidance, and our symptoms are still present, but they're met with strategy, planning, and awareness instead of frustration. We respect and value others, and we're able to have healthy relationships. So how do we get to this level, you ask? Well, the first part, and you're not going to like it, is practicing self-awareness. I'm going to be including a freebie to help you with practicing that. Um, but here are some tips for practicing self-awareness. You can add to this list. You can look at the quadrants and decide what can go in your green box. Um, and I would love to hear what comes, what comes out of your list, what comes out of your session. So here are my tips for practicing self-awareness and recharging your battery. Stream of conscious writing, meaning getting all those unneeded things out of your brain. Your brain is meant to problem solve and to keep you alive. All the other thoughts, anxieties, emotions, all that other junk, it does not belong up there. So get it out on paper. The next one is allowing emotions, recognizing them and validating them. Notice I didn't say indulge in emotions, so we're not feeling them for a long time. We're allowing them. And then we're going through the emotional stress cycle and we're releasing them by running, by walking, by punching pillows, changing your state, taking a shower, going outside, dancing to a song that you love, doing some type of art, being creative, or just do something that you love with no expectations. Because we as ADHDers tend to be perfectionists. Please do not try to make this a perfect experience, okay? It's just not going to work that way. And I don't want you to be disappointed. You know I'm authentic with you on this podcast, so I'm telling you that this stuff takes work, but it is so totally worth it. All right, that's all I have for now, my friends. Stay authentic, and we will talk soon.